thank you so much, Ben Harper's audience on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida. I always like to have people applauding me in. Is that a, is that a verb? I don't think so. <laughs> Good morning. My name is Nick. You're listening to a Certain Degree on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida. I do this every Monday from 7 to 9, and every Monday I have a special guest, and today's special guest, Chelsea Highland. Good morning, Chelsea. Good morning. Thank you so much for being here. It is my pleasure. So, old hat, uh, you've been here quite a bit over the summers. You do a show here on WPRK. It's true. And uh, we're going to talk about music because you focus very much on a particular subset of music on that show. Right. And uh, so we'll talk about that a little bit later. First, we're going to get to know you a little bit better. Okay. To do that, I tried something new this week. Ooh. So I took your name and, you know, knowing you, so you're you're one of the guests that I know coming yeah. on. So it's not always the case. Sometimes I invite people on that I don't know at all. Right. It happens. Down to this basement with you. Sometimes. Yeah, that'll come down to a basement <laughs> at 630 in the morning. Right. Right. So... You would imagine I send out considerably more invites than I get back RSVP. Right. Well, I know I avoided it for a time. It's it's early. It's but early. I'm I'm that's, happy that's to be here now. That's the part you're scared of is the early part, not the basement or in the morning. No, 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 no. Uh -uh. Okay. So uh, what I did was I took your name, Chelsea. Okay. And I think I spelled it right, and I did sort of a description of you with each of the letters. Wow. So, uh, and we're going to find out more a little bit about this. You're you're actually an improv performer. You work here on campus too. Right. And you do a lot of different things. So cathartic was one. Wow. So from the C perspective, heartwarming, oh. effervescent, oh uh, lambasting, because I feel like you might cook at some point. So not that you're critical of people, but right. you might baste a lamb. Yes, both things. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then I ran out. Uh, so I put, <laughs> I, I wrote down shap. Yes. Which I'm not sure if that's accurate. I feel like it is. Yes. And effervescent again, because there's another, there's two E's in your oh my name. God. And then. So beautiful. Alpaca. Yes. Yeah, so cozy. Because you're, and you're fluffy like one. Like one of those. Yeah. Okay. Can so, I keep that? I mean, yeah, do you please. think I could get that out of your notebook and frame it? I will frame take it? a picture of it and send it to you that's immediately. So sweet, Nick. If not sooner. So you don't normally do poems for your guests? I wouldn't even describe it as a poem, but no, I don't. Wow. I would describe it as a poem for sure. Okay. Well, there you go. Wow. I do poetry now. So, <laughs> Chelsea, let's play a little game. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, so it's 20 questions, but we don't play up or down, yes or no. Right. We play it a little bit differently here. This week is going to be law or order. Oh. So, Why? I like the sound of it. Also, law of the land, lay down the law. All the good phrases have law in it. Correct. law. Yes. Yeah. Uh, order, putting in your order, being ordered around. Uh-huh. Borders is a bookstore that no longer exists. So uh. order is bad. Law, good. Oh, okay. Law or order. So law, yes, you're for something. Order, thumbs down, against it. Law, good. Order, bad. Yes. Thank you. That is correct. All right. So getting started, we just had it. We just celebrated it on some level. April Fool's Day. Yes. Law or order? Law. Good. Yeah. You like it? Oh, yeah. So you're a funny person. You Do you play a lot of practical jokes or no. anything like that? <laughs> no. You know what I enjoyed uh, about the most about April Fool's Day this year was the Orlando Weekly's... Um, fake articles all day do oh, they do that yeah, I, i'm great. sure they do that every year maybe I haven't noticed i don't know it's so hard to tell what's fake and what's real now that's true yeah so those might have been real articles 
You know what? You're right. Yeah. You're right. There was some, oh, what do they say? Lake Eola Fountain is only, I, first of all, does Lake Eola Fountain play music? I think it does. I had no idea, and, which was fun oh, to find yeah, out. Oh, yeah, because they have the speakers around the lake. And they said they were going to play only, oh, what did they, this is it was some sort terrible of, uh, story. disco music? Yeah, just something Something very specific. Yeah. I think the more specific, the you know, the better. And it, uh, again, it could possibly be true. Yeah. Okay. Law or order. How about millennials, which I'm assuming. You're Law. On. Yeah. You're yeah, for them. Of you're course. Us, as it were. Absolutely. Gen X. Yeah. I, and I, uh, I'm proud to be a millennial. Yeah. I, yeah. I think we're, I think we're great. <laughs> well, good. Good. All right. How about, we could talk more about that, but there's, you know, there's all sorts of ideas, but I, I, I'm, I'm all law. All law. Yeah. Oh boy. That's going to be difficult yep. to say. Uh, how about voicemail? Law Order. Or, you don't care for it. No. Don't leave me a voicemail. No. Not on my voicemail. Not, I'm just coming up with different like themes or yeah, yeah, yeah. slogans that we could use for it. Yeah. more. I think you could probably text it. Okay. I can absorb it easier. Easier. And you could probably respond a lot faster. Yeah. Okay. I think so. Speaking of responding faster, colonizing Mars. Law or order? Oh, God, I know I'm not going faster. Um, Law? Okay. Why not? (laughs) That's a good point. (laughs) Why not indeed? Hey, uh, so you're on social media. You're not on social media, actually. I mean, I have have Facebook. Okay, so how do you feel about Snapchat? Not, I'm assuming you're not on Snapchat. I'm not on it, it, but law. Yeah. I mean, good for you guys who are. Good for you. I like the filters. I've been, I've been invited to play with the filters on other people's Snapchat. I've had, I've been a deer before all that. Okay. And I really enjoy it. Do you really enjoy being a deer? Yeah. Great. All right. How about zombies? Law or order? Order. Don't care for them. But who does though? I guess there's so there's two sort of elements to it. It's the, you know, in real life zombie apocalypse. You're not for, which is what I'm taking. No. What about pop culture sort of zombies? Do you like that genre? The movies, the no. TV shows, the no. books. No, no, it's none of it. It's gruesome. It's okay. Gruesome. Yeah. Good. Coffee. Law. <gasps> nice. I'm, I'm drinking some now. Right. This is a commercial for coffee. <laughs> Apparently, it's iced coffee day. It is. Yeah. Yeah, it's warm. It's April. It is April, so it's already 106 degrees. Mm -hmm. Okay, driverless cars, law or order? Law? These are tough. Question mark? Yeah. The same, I feel the same way about the colonization of Mars as I do about driverless cars. Is it a technology thing that you're... It's like, if we can, if we can, if we can get it right, we might as well. Okay. Would you like to, okay, so assuming we get it right, would you like to sit down in your car, Yes. say, here's where I'm going, and then read a book on your way? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, like transport, like public I think transport. I am already with someone who does way too much business in the car than is safe. So if I While could, they're driving? That's right. Yeah. Is uh, this, oh, God, I already admitted something embarrassing. See, it's too early to be. Is that on you? The air. Or are you talking about yourself? I'm talking about myself. Oh my I put goodness. on my makeup. I put on my makeup this morning. Yep. Uh, I put on mine. Concealer I and all. I put on my makeup one leg at a time. In the car. Yeah. 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 I thought that was implied. Yeah. yeah. So if I could do that a little more safely, it'd be best, I think, for I think everyone. It'd be best for all of us. <laughs> all right. So apparently the final game is tonight March Madness. 
Oh, is that college basketball? Right. Yes, of course. Tonight, Gonzaga and North Carolina in the World Series of College Basketball. Yes. I don't think that's what it's called. Tonight's the night. Yeah. So, law or order? Law. <laughs> You're. For- I'm for it. You're for it. I'm for basketball. <laughs> All right. Very. In good. college. And yes, that's an excellent point. Okay. And for ways to fund colleges. I don't know. I don't know if that's what what it does. Is that the point of basketball? I don't know. So there was a new study out on these guys. Mm -hmm. Spiders. Law or order? Law. You like spiders? Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty much for all these things on this list. Why not? Charlotte's Web. I mean, who doesn't like Charlotte? Well, what they did was uh, uh, they did some sort of study. I don't know how exactly they did this, but uh, spiders are the biggest uh, predator on the planet. They eat the most. Really? Things. So 400 million to 800 million tons of prey every year. They they eat the most quantity. Tonnage, quantity That's of fascinating. Stuff. Yeah. I thought like individual souls of animals. Yeah, so the souls of the animals <laughs> right. go up to insect right. heaven. But I thought that's what you meant. Like they eat so many living creatures, but you mean weight. That's yeah, amazing. By yeah. So good, if you were to look good at good on them, as they say, they could easily eat all of the humans on Earth. But they don't. They, as far as we know. Wow. Yeah. Maybe that's something they're keeping from us. It's the spider conspiracy. Still theory. law. La la la. Okay. April the giraffe. Have you heard about April? Of course. Yeah, day 47, 106. April is a brave, strong woman, and I law her. So she's still pregnant, right? I I think so. I haven't seen anything on my newsfeed, have you? No, I haven't. Okay, she's probably still working on it. Did you have to learn cursive in school? Yes. Yeah, how do you feel about law or order? Law. I am also for cursive. (laughs) Yeah, do, so they don't do that anymore? Is this a yes and thing where you're just going to agree with Accept everything? Accept all your offers? Yeah. <laughs> no, I really do. I mean, these are this is a great collection of items. Okay. I think I think your listeners will agree with me in that most of these things are acceptable. All right. I'm going to find something you don't agree with. Okay, We're just going to keep going. It's going to be 80 questions. Okay. No. Well, no, I said no to zombies, didn't I? Yeah. You, I'm yeah. kidding. I'm joking. Uh, so, okay. Yeah. So they don't always require it anymore. So they've started to bring it back on occasion. So Good. New York State, for example, is encouraging schools to teach it again. Uh, a couple of states have made it a requirement, have made it a what, law. I wonder what reasoning they came up with. Because like, so for some reason, like my gut says we should do cursive, but I can't articulate why. Uh, I think that you know, some people would argue that it, it makes writing faster. That if, I guess the biggest argument I would have for it is if somebody writes in cursive and you have to read it and yeah. you've never learned it. Yeah. You would be kind of hosed. Yeah. But then if nobody's learning it. Then no one's writing in it. No one's writing in it. Yeah. I think I just really like the idea of it. Yeah. yeah, Hey, Joss Whedon. You know, are you familiar with Joss Whedon? Yes. Law. Okay. What Shakespeare movie did she do that I think is good? As You Like It? No, it was the other one. Uh, Much Ado About Nothing? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good movie. guess what he's, they just announced he's going to direct. Did I say she? He. I said he, right? Okay, yeah. okay good. Yeah. No, I don't know. Tell me. Batgirl. Really? Yeah. Law or order on Joss Whedon directing Batgirl. Oh, I, uh, law, I guess. I don't know anything about Batgirl. Yeah, just the superhero movie in general. You know, he's going to do another superhero movie. He did Avengers. He did Avengers 2, which wasn't that great. Uh, 
law. I can't say I'm okay. a big, I, I'm very knowledgeable about the superhero genre. All right. But again, if that's your thing, good, good for you, you know? <laughs> nice. I'll be over here with uh, Much Ado About Nothing, which I can barely remember, but Noob was cute. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. All right, let's go back to animals for a second. Okay. This is potentially an animal that was extinct, but may not be. They may have discovered it, rediscovered it. It's a Tasmanian tiger. Oh, great. I'm so glad to hear they're okay, maybe. They might be. So they're doing a study. So let me tell you a little bit of background on this. Please. They're going out and trying to find it. They thought as of 80 years ago that it was extinct. They thought the last one died in captivity. Right. So they're more dog-like. Obviously, they're in Australia, Tasmanian tiger. Okay. Uh, And they have stripes on their hind legs for the most part. They're back in their hind legs. Cool. So that's why they call them Tasmanian tigers. Guess what they have? Uh, Because they're from Australia for their babies. They have a pouch. Both the female and the male has pouches. Oh. Have pouches. La la la. Yeah. So la they're looking for them. Everybody having a pouch. Everybody helping out. Oh, everybody should have a pouch. Yeah. That's a good point. Okay. So uh, that's a bad business idea, right there. Everybody is should have a pouch. Getting pouches for people. TM. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. So they're looking for them right now. They thought they've seen some. They There's thought some, they. Yeah. So they were like. Oh, is that a, oh, too late, it's gone. Yeah, but it's Australia, so it's so so big. big, And it's so, you know, not very densely populated. I wonder what the scientific process is for trying to find a Tasmanian tiger that you thought you saw. Setting up cameras. Setting up cameras throughout the the bush. Yep. Huh. A lot of cameras. Okay, how about cartoons? Law or order? Law? What am I, a monster? Who says uh, that's that's kind of what I'm boo. that's what I'm kind of asking. No, I'm, I'm not. Trying to, I'm trying to determine if I'm you're a, a regular or not. human girl and I like cartoons. I mean, I don't I don't watch them because I'm above it. Obviously, I'm too like good uh, for it. I'm too good for it. Yeah. 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 Actually, I am kind of a brat about it. My husband loves animated films. He finds them charming and I, I don't I don't partake. Um, I'm like, can we watch something with human actors in it? Can we support a human actor? Although I'm sure voiceover acting is, I should support that too, but. Okay, so I feel like you're more order on this. No, come on. No, I'm not a monster. I feel like you might be a monster. No, if you want to watch it, go ahead. But I like to watch like a human face doing the thing. So you are not for cartoons. Stop it. No, I like cartoons. It's just, I don't want to watch them. Okay, so moving on. How about (laughs) drones? Ugh. Order. No, creep. they creep me out. I was yeah. at a wedding on uh, Saturday night, and there was a drone overhead during the ceremony. Obviously, it was for the video. Yeah. Maybe it was for the video. Well, spying on you, maybe? I, I assumed it done? was for the video. Chelsea, what have you done? Oh, Saturday, what did I get up to? Yeah, because oh, there's a drone in the room here with us. Oh, no. I was wondering about that. So. I thought I would have heard it, because I definitely heard this one. It was like buzzing during yeah. the ceremony. Then they moved it and they came back. So it gets all the shots. Yeah. What I want to do is a drone ring bearer. Because oh. I think that would be one of two things. It would be super, way cuter than kids. Yeah. And then also. Well, more well behaved. You could bring, you could have the ring cam. So it could actually do the camera right oh. up, up into the finger. I almost did the middle finger. Right. But I think it's this one. Yeah. Yeah. And you could see their, their reactions. And I couldn't quite. Um, hear the vowels, although the part I caught was beautiful. And then if there was a, if there was a mic right up close. Yeah. On a drone. 
I don't even have to go. Okay, another bad business idea. Just drone weddings. Drone wedding. No one attends them. It's yeah, they're all, all drones. Automated. Yeah, and it's like you could set up a little uh, uh, what you call it screen on the drone. Yeah, and it could be you could Skype in. Yeah, the yeah. bride and groom or the Everybody. everyone. Everyone. Yeah. All drone wedding. I'm sure we'll have to once we all have to go underground because of pollution or something. I'm sure that's how it'll have to go. Yeah. Yeah, you want a wedding on the surface, but you can't go. Boom, drone wedding. Done. Okay, I like it. Law. Uh, so this was last night here in Orlando, Camping World Stadium, WrestleMania. Is that how you pronounce it? Yes, that's correct. Okay, WrestleMania. Uh-huh. 33. Uh huh. Thirty-three. Law or order? Okay. Order again. It's one of those things. Like if you want to go, but if you were say, you say Chelsea, do you feel like going? I'll say order. You would say, that's what you would say? <laughs> I'll say order. I that's, think that would be very I've confusing. replaced the words yes and no in my vocabulary with your game. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> that's perfect. I, I don't think that would confuse anybody. I don't want to watch all that all that messing each other up. It's it's it's, it's so violent. You know what? It's human actors, though. You're you did right. Say, Gosh, you did you're say right. You care for human actors. I prefer a very specific genre of human acting, and that is romantic comedy or romantic drama oh it can be romantic well i guess i guess i i watched the clip where john cena proposed and i really liked that actually (laughs) that felt real was it uh they really like each other right i yes okay absolutely it's certainly not for ratings I really liked that. Okay, very good. Well, let's end it on this then. Tiny houses. How do you feel about tiny Law. houses? Yeah. I just watched a documentary about it a couple days ago, actually. Would you move into a tiny house? Yes. With your husband? Yes. Or would you have separate tiny houses? No, like, I mean, I, I didn't mean to hesitate. Of course, I want I want to live with Mags. But when you, you start getting all those people in there, it probably feels a lot tinier. No, I still like the idea. <laughs> I still like the idea. Minimalism. All right. Well, let's end it on that. Thank you very much. That uh, was hard. For that. Yeah. It, it, Are we done? Sh- yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can leave now. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. I'll just do the other hour and a half by okay. myself. Great. Oh, God, because that was exhausting. So let's listen to a little Kid Karate. Uh, this is going to be Heart from their, what album is it? Lights Out. It's a Lights Out EP, Kid Karate on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida. You're listening to a certain degree. Kid Karate on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida. That was Hart from their Lights Out EP. Good morning. My name is Nick. You're listening to A Certain Degree. And the music today is very specifically curated based on my guest. So Chelsea Highland is here. Good morning, Chelsea. Good morning. So a couple of the things that I thought of when I was thinking about you and, and putting together the show in terms of the music, uh, a lot of it was based around uh, overcoming fear. So Ooh. one of the things that happened, and we'll get to that question here in a second, is I met you sort of before I met you. I did one of the free classes over at SAC. Right. So this was, I think, before you started working at Rollins, and I met you in that capacity. Right. And, you know, that's one of the things that I really came away with was sort of, like, you have to to be beyond fear. So you have to have a lot of, you know, capacity for thinking on your feet, but also you have to have heart, which is what the name of that song was. And starting us off was uh, Ben Harper with Glory and Consequence, which talks a lot about fear, about his fear of just overcoming just normal things. And wow. so, yeah. This is a, this is a this is a gift of a mixtape is what you've given me. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's well, huge. I can't remember the last time someone gave me a mixtape. Okay. I can remember, but it's been, well, yeah. it was my husband. It's been maybe a decade. Oh, you should tell him to make you more yeah. mixtapes. Yeah, I should tell him a man made me a mixtape this morning. That's not He'll telling love that. that. Yeah, no, I'm going to tell him. Call no, him now. Wake no, him up. No, no. Okay, <laughs> so you have a question from the last guest, and then yes. we're going to get into getting to know you a little bit better. Shall I read it aloud? Yes, please. If you could be a movie, what movie and what character would you be? That's a really good question. I like that it's like, if you not if you could be a character in a movie, which is sort of secondary to the question of if you could be a movie. If you could be a movie. Right. That's a much better question. It is. I'm, oh God, I'm, I already um, sort of showed my cards. My favorite genre is the romantic, not even romantic comedy, romantic drama genre. Yep. I would be the film The Notebook because I'm the most cliche lady <laughs> in the world. I love that movie, Nick. Okay. Never seen I it. I would want, are you joking? No. Come is on. Is it about a notebook? I guess it is about a notebook. Okay, good. Well, then I, mean, I might see it because I have a notebook right here. This would serve a great purpose. I'm trying to think what how you would use your radio show notebook. I don't, it's, I mean, spoiler alert, but it's right in the beginning of the film. You realize that someone has uh, Alzheimer's and their partner is reading them the story of their love to bring in hopes that they'll remind them, remind them that they're in love with them. Uh, so I wonder if you would read this story to someone or if they, no, I think someone would have to read this to you to remind you that you had a radio show. Hey, remember that time you played Gloria and Consequence with yeah. Chelsea Highland on April 3rd, 2017? Yeah. And you'd be like, oh, what a great life I've had. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I could just look through it and just go, yeah, all these people I've talked to. Yeah. I had this meaningful impact on them. But I think that's true. I love the, the theme of the, the movie that's just like, remember how, remember how great things were. How simple, I mean, it's simple. It's not like these, the people in the film had like these incredible lives. They just fell in love, had kids, lived in a charming small town in the South. I mean, it's just good life. Yeah. And then they remembered and she thought, oh, wow, that was so great. That was so great. Yeah. That life that I had. That life that I had, so great. So I feel like I don't need to see the movie now. Mm. Thank you for that. The You're gift, welcome. The gift of a movie with Chelsea Highland on WPRK. TM. Park, Florida. <laughs> That's exactly right. Okay, so let's uh, switch over to, let's go to improv. Because like I said, I did uh, meet you doing an improv class. Right. And I did another one in December, kind of by accident, um, <laughs> with Kevin McDonald. I thought it was going to be, it was at SAC again. I thought it was going to be a writing class. It turned out to be a writing and performing class. And you did, do you took part in... Both yeah, sides. so they did the performance that night. Uh, so it was a Kevin McDonald show, and he had the people who were per uh, participating in the class come out and do their sketches. So yeah. it was like a kind of forced upon team. Right, and ensemble, if you yeah. will. And what I realized about myself is I don't really need, I, I didn't mind it. I didn't have any problem being on stage. Okay. So that wasn't a problem because I think with all the personality tests that I do, obviously I like the sound of my own voice sure. and things of that nature. <laughs> right. But I didn't really need to be on stage. Okay. okay. So it was good to learn and it was great to find out how they sort of write, oh, how yeah. they wrote on Kids in the Hall. Yeah. So, uh, what One of the things I wanted to ask you about, so we had WrestleMania here last night, and one of the first things you learn in wrestling is how to fall down. One <laughs> of the first things you learn in clown college is how to not terrify people. Right. So in improv, what's one of the first things that you have to learn? 
to say yes. Okay. That is the the cardinal rule. Rule, I guess rule and improv don't really, those two concepts don't go together super well. But a guideline, if you will, uh, is yes and, which means when you're when your scene partner offers something, your name, the fact that you're eating a bowl of spaghetti, the detail that you're riding a horse, that's true. You can't say, you shouldn't, it won't be helpful if you say, this isn't a bowl of spaghetti, this is my Cheerios. mom, my yeah. mom's sunglasses. Yeah, uh, the whatever they said is is the reality that you're working within. I think that's a, it applies to life, doesn't it? Uh, yes. Yeah. I'm not sure what that was. Uh, it, was so, this, it was a um, poignant noise. It was a noise that means I've said uh, something poignant. Burner, is that TM? Is that? Yes. That everyone should, should have a pouch. A little bit yeah. uh, bad business idea right there. <laughs> your pouch should also make noise when you say something poignant. Yes. Oh, great. Write that down. Put it in yep. your notebook. Yeah. It's in there. Good. He's not writing anything in there. Uh, So let me ask you this when it comes to it, too. Then, you know, one of the things I realized in doing, uh, you know, performing with a group. Yeah. Is you have to have a lot of trust. Yeah. Uh, So you have to, you know, you have to let go of the idea that, you know, exactly where this thing should go. Yes. Because you have no idea where it's going to go. So I think the other part of it is you have to be okay with failing. You have to be okay with trying something and not working. Right. And so how much of that is it sort of applies to you see it in class and you can apply that outside of class as well. Oh, yeah. I, I warn my I, I'm teaching a level one at SAC right now. Actually, mm-hmm. I taught last night and I I give a little speechy speech in my first class. I'm like, I'm going to try not to get too hippy dippy on you. But I do believe there's this spiritual side to these principles that we're learning uh, and. um trust and not being too hard on yourself or other people is definitely one of them. The idea, the concept of releasing agenda as you go along and allowing it to be replaced with something better or something that has more to do with your connection to other people and a little less to do with your own brain is help better. So when were you, did you start out in improv or did you start out in theater? And when in were you sort of bit by the bug? I, uh, Went to performing arts magnets in Jacksonville, Florida, my whole career. So I started in kindergarten at an arts elementary school. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So we were always doing artsy things. In Mm. elementary school, the theater club was called Little Victories. (laughs) Isn't that beautiful? (laughs) Little Victories. Okay. Very good. Which I now understand meant you're trying to get a second grader to put on a play and you I'm sure Heidi Fisher, my drama teacher, she was beautiful. She probably is beautiful right now. I hope she's alive. Um, that that uh, she probably just needed to relish in the little victories of making an eight-year-old put on a play. I would imagine, know? yeah. But uh, so we would do, I guess, theater games at the time. Did them all through school. In seventh grade, um, I joined the the middle school version of Little Victories, which was called Storytellers. And I guess we told stories, but it was like improv club. Okay. Looking back, looking, reflecting upon my. So when did you decide, okay, theater is it. This is the one for me. Because it seems like you were exposed to it throughout. Yeah. Or have you just not considered any other option? Because you've been doing (laughs) it for so long. Are there other things I could be doing? (laughs) I don't know. 
and I, I, I can't put my finger on it. In, I mean, in, in, um, in high school, you sort of had to pick a major. Yeah. And by then, I guess I was like, I'll do, I'll do theater class, drama class. Because you're like, this is easy. I've been doing it since I was a kid. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but I guess I did school plays long before that. Okay, so know. then you came to Rollins, and we'll talk a little bit more about yeah. your college experience uh, in a bit, but that was where you got invested in improv. Oh, yes. So I guess I, but I, I had come to Rollins thinking I would I would not do theater anymore. Oh, okay. There was kind of a juju in my high school of like, and maybe I maybe I made this up and put this on myself, but I, I didn't see theater as an option for like a normal life uh, or some component of a normal life. It was, in my mind, it was either you want to like grow up and move to New York and try to be a famous actor or move to LA or something, or you never do it again. And so I decided I'll never do it again because right, I, right. I, I don't, I you don't, don't want to move around. You don't want to, I don't know what I thought. Yeah, I don't know yeah, what yeah. 18 year old, I guess I thought, oh, that sounds like a lot of work. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, the I, odds are stacked against you, right? Yeah. I just thought, oh gosh, that sounds awfully complicated. So I came to Rollins thinking I wouldn't do theater and then I missed it and auditioned for the school play as you do, as I had done. And, uh, and it was a couple months until I even realized we had an improv troupe on campus. And then oh, nice. the rest is history. All right. Well, let's leave it at that. We're going to dig into more college. And uh, what I want to talk about next is switching over to the administration side of the house. Oh, yeah. I like that stuff. And okay. talking about that. So let's play a little uh, the uh, Arcade Fire, actually, with the suburbs on WPRK Winter Park, Florida. You're listening to a certain degree. Arcade Fire on WPRK. Winter Park, Florida. That was the suburbs from the album Scenes from the Suburbs. Arcade Fire from? Scenes from the Suburbs. Canada. Canada. Yes. Huh. You're listening to a certain degree. My name is Nick. Chelsea Highland is here with me. Good morning, Chelsea. Morning. Thanks for being here. My pleasure. I uh, want to take you back for a second. Please. 2004, 2005. Mm -hmm. So eons ago, basically. Oh, gosh. Lives have been uh, greatly changed since then. Uh, I was involved with the uh, an agency, an ad agency that was working with the Central Florida Performing Arts Alliance when okay. we had that back in the day. I had no idea. And uh, they're no longer, I think they got uh, sort of, uh, they were part of United Arts and now I think it's just all one thing. Gotcha. And they did a study about how people are utilizing or people are interacting with the arts in Central Florida. And what they found was we're, we were way behind in terms of the percentage of people who participate in terms of going. We, meaning Central Florida, Central was Florida. way behind? Yeah. Mm. So going to the museums, going to plays, going to all these things. Yeah. And one of the things they came up with uh, was the Red Chair Project, which is now OrlandoAtPlay.com. Yes. So the idea behind if we had one calendar, one centralized calendar, one way to focus people on getting to the arts and things like that. So that is one of the hats you wear here at Rollins College at the yeah. Andy Russell Theater is getting people to go to things. Yes. So you're marketing. I'm uh, marketing. And box office box management. Office management. But you're, you do a lot of the marketing. You're trying to get people out to yes, shows. Yes, absolutely. Essentially. Story of my really, life. And really good shows. I think so. So these are student-run uh, shows, but for the most part, very professional. So I've seen a bunch of them. Yeah, Obviously, it's quite whenever a deal. some of my yeah. favorites are here, I go see it. So like Guys and Dolls yeah. was a couple years ago, and I'm like, I'm all about Guys and Dolls. I'll yeah. see that 50 times. But uh, what are some of the challenges uh, you think for you in terms of Rollins College? 
What do you think are some of the challenges for arts in Central Florida in general? Ooh, that's a question. That's a big question. So let's take it a step back. Yeah, no, I mean, I... So yeah. you're a theater major. Yes. And so does that give you, let's say, a certain insight in terms of marketing what a show might be to people? Because it's not just Annie Russell. So you, you, you work at SAC, yeah. um, which is remarkably not as well known as I as it should be right in Central Florida and then you've done shows like Slay with uh what's the name oh, of the theater um, company oh was well, PB&J now it's called Gramalot yeah yeah so you did you do shows like that yeah so you see the house right you see the amount of people that come out for these shows yes I think it's a it's a it's a blessing and a curse that I can that I sort of think still as a well, as a performer, I guess, is that the right right word that I'm sort of embedded in it in some yeah. ways? Because I think the, the curse side of that can be we, you know, theater people, artsy people, we can get a little insidery, a little clicky. Well, you know? yeah, you don't see the forest for the trees, I right? Like so. it's, it's, well, why aren't people coming? This is so amazing. Right. When you should think about it from the other person's perspective is, what are we communicating to them as far as the value of this goes? And I have to think about, is this something that I think is like some of our backstage traditions or behind the scenes moments? I have to challenge myself and think, is this something that someone who doesn't uh, know this play hasn't gone to Rollins? You know, I have to go through all these things that I that are true about me mm -hmm. and ask if these things weren't true about me, would I still care about this image or this plot point or the, you know what I mean? So that's kind of the, I guess the, the blessing side of it is that I think the, the creators of theater that I feel like I'm working for, you know, our students and our faculty, uh, I think they know that I'm, uh, you can speak their language. I speak their language. That's a yeah. great way of putting it. Yeah. yeah. And that, like that I'm on their team that they they're sending it's easier to do marketing when you've got like a whole team of people working for you for free you know right. so they're always sending me interesting stuff I think they see us as as one united marketing front you know right because I would imagine that it's uh if you weren't on that side or if you hadn't been on that side it might be a little more difficult to build that trust like yeah seeing somebody who's only it does it comes back to tickets. trust yeah yeah. yeah yeah and they know that uh, that I do see it as more than, and I'm, I'm sure there's very few arts marketers that see it as no one's in it because they're like, I like to see the dollars go up, 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 you right. know, uh, yeah, although I do, you know, unless you're on Broadway doing some sort of big, 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 right. Musical. And you're smoking yeah. a cigar. You have to have a cigar. Oh yeah. 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 Cause that actually happens. That's not, that's a stereotype for a reason. Right. Because that's what those people are doing. Smoke filled rooms. Yeah. Dollars and cents. We're going to make a ton of money off of this musical. Yeah. See? Yeah. yeah. Show us those, some legs or something. Wow, that was... Yeah, I made okay. it. I gendered it. Yeah, Sorry. That was good. That was good. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks for that. Mm -hmm. So what would you say... Okay, so okay. what's the easiest thing or the easiest part of doing your job? Oh. And what's the hardest part of doing your job? So box office, marketing, Annie Russell Theater, which does what? About six shows per year? Um, well, we do four main stage productions and then we have some other projects coming and going. I think the easiest part is it's so easy to do work with that you feel proud of. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm really proud to create a community around theater. So 
So it's not like you're selling like a diet bar or something like that. You're you're yeah. invested in something you believe in. Right. It's easy to to come up with the next thing that I think people should I, I think you should buy it because I I would buy it, you right. know? <laughs> so I that's that's the easy part. And oh the hard there's so many hard parts. Picking just one it's easy to get frustrated. It's hard not to get frustrated. How would I phrase that? To be like, oh, why do I even bother? You know, you oh, plan this so event, you do a thing. Discouraged. It's easy to get discouraged. Yeah. Because you think, oh, maybe it would have sold the same if I didn't bother all that other stuff I did. Oh, uh, so when you put in all the additional effort and right. yet it doesn't seem to pay off in any Right, and you talk way. people into doing things and you make a special, you know, make a special event you, and you pay money for the printing and you do the special and someone comes in, the guest comes in, you know, and you just, all these moving pieces. Right. And right. then you look at it and you wonder, oh, maybe I would have done about the same if I hadn't Yeah, bothered. so you have some. Maybe you, I should have left everyone alone. There's a lot of subjective elements. Absolutely. Uh, to this. So what ends up happening is you look at it and go, okay, well, I don't know if this worked or not. I, it could have, we could have had nobody here if I hadn't done anything. Right. It's so hard to, to benchmark yeah. it, I suppose. And, uh, it's hard to know when you're, you're never done. It's not like, Oh, I've done all the marketing now. You know, like you could always tell more people about the show in some other new, interesting way. Right. There's always, uh, even when you have, even when you're out of money, you could still keep talking about the show. You could still find more ways to tell people about the show for free. So, uh, as someone who's a bit of a perfectionist, I constantly anxious, like, oh, I could be doing something right now, even to talk to people about the play. I feel like you are. Yeah, You're literally here I am. on the radio. Here I am. Yeah. So, okay. Calm I could down. always be more on the radio, though. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. You could be even more on the radio. You could actually be doing both sides. Right. You could be the interviewer and the interviewee. When we got in here at seven, there was no one in here, right? Yeah. It was like morning automation kind of thing. Yeah. I could have been in here between six and seven. Just, talking, Just about talking about the play. Annie Russell talk with Chelsea. Chelsea. Yeah. That's a good name for a show. Yep. And that's when all the theater people would tune in was 6 a.m. Exactly. Yeah. I guess you're not talking, but you're not I've talking. I've already failed this morning. Here's the thing. You're not talking to the theater people. You're talking to everybody else. Right. That, it comes back to the balance. Yeah yeah. 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 Okay. Well, let's leave it at that. Let's okay. play a song. We're going to take a break and then we'll come back with bad business ideas. Oh, good. Uh, let's see. I don't think either one is. One is sort of performer related. Not Ooh. They're not theater related, though. Okay, so I haven't solved fine. any of your problems because I just learned about them. Okay. So we'll do that. Uh, we're going to play some brick and mortar. Keep this place beautiful because I was thinking about Annie Russell oh, Theater. God, I love this. Gorgeous. And uh, then we're going to play uh, another song after that. Maybe some Feist. And we'll come back with Chelsea Highland. You're listening to A Certain Degree on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida. Feist on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida. That was Musha Boom, I guess is how you pronounce it. You're listening to a certain degree. Before the break, we heard from Brick Plus Mortar with Keep This Place Beautiful. And that's on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida. Good morning. My name is Nick here for our second hour. It's going by fast. It is. Chelsea Highland. Good morning. morning. Hey, how's it going? Great. Good. Great. Enjoying it. I'm enjoying the morning. Are you? Yes. Good. You will have accomplished by the end of the show. Uh Uh-huh. You will have accomplished more than most people do by 945. That is a really great feeling. Yeah. 
And it's certainly more than I normally do before yeah. 945 before, in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime in the morning. Yeah. So now we have a very special feature. This is one of my favorites. And thank you for putting up with me in advance. I like doing this because I don't know if you know this, but I think that uh, my lineage, if you will, is mm -hmm. part gypsy. Okay. And so I'm always looking for the next big idea. And so what mm -hmm. I like to do is take these ideas and give them to people. Okay. Because I don't like to do the work. No. Nobody does. No. Except for you, who's going to do the work. So you're going to pick one of two bad business ideas. Okay. And you're going to run with it. Great. And maybe you can help me a little bit with it. One is performing related. Mm -hmm. uh, one is footwear related. Okay. So two know. of my favorite things, okay. feet and feet. performance. Great. That's perfect. So that works out really well. It sounds weird when you say it also. So no. maybe you shouldn't say those things okay. out loud anymore. So we'll go ahead and get started. But once you pick one and you help me sort of develop it, uh, you're just going to run this business because mm -hmm. I feel like you don't have enough to going on. I'm looking for a hobby. Yeah, that'd be great. This yeah. is uh, more important than a hobby. I really don't want you I'm to consider I'm so it. sorry for yeah. what I said. Okay. Chelsea, may I call you Chelsea? Please. Thank you. I don't know a lot about the ins and outs of being a performer, some semi-professional or professional actor. Is a performer or actor? What term is appropriate? Oh, I think it. I think performer is the larger, you know, category, and then actor falls in there. Okay. You could be like a singer, right? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Let's go with actors okay. for right now. Okay. The actors I've known lead sort of a double life for the most mm, part. The classic yes. image is working as a server, right? Sure. Uh, while auditioning and performing, but you could do anything. Yeah. Right? You work in a theater. Yeah. Okay, so you, you know, stereotype, but uh, you know, there's other things. I've I've seen people do uh, work at ad agencies, banking. Uh, basically, you have actors that are have infiltrated us at every level. That's right. Which is a conspiracy theory that we're not going to talk about. We're going to put that on the table and just talk about that later. Okay. So you're an actor. You need a job, mm -hmm. and you have a resume, maybe with some holes in it because of. Maybe you were performing. Maybe you went up to NYC to audition and things like that. Okay. You need to pad your resume a bit. Right. Make it look like you got up and went to work. Right. Like everyone right. else. That's where we come in. Yes. So Fill the Gap is the name of this new venture. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's here to help with, you know, literally filling the gap. We set up Ooh. a number of shell corporations that we can use to help actors and even performers with their career crevasses. Ooh. Crevices? Is it? Uh, the first, keep it crevasses. the first way you Career said it. crevasses. Yes. We can help with your career crevasses. Nice. I feel like I shouldn't say that anymore. Let me ask you this. Is this legal? Mm, I'm not an expert. Right. On exactly. the law or perfect, the order. Perfect answer. Ethically, it's a gray area, which is where bad business ideas reside. Right. So how do we make it a little more ethical? Okay. By doubling down on the fraud. Yes, Which of I course. Don't like that term, but that's no, don't. What we're yeah, doing. try not to use the word fraud. Yeah, but yeah. we're yeah, but again, we're not familiar Deception. with the rules. Okay. That, along yeah, uh, along with lying about the companies that you've worked for, why not lie and make up some job titles and Within responsibilities? Them. Yeah, and make your resume a little more interesting. Yeah, because that way you make yourself a little more marketable. And it's also maybe embarrassing for the people who are looking to hire you to look up some of these job titles. Yes. Because they're not going to want to. So I made up some job titles. Oh, good. I want to go over these with you. See what you think. Okay. Retail Harbinger. Yes. So somebody who kind of, I don't know, maybe knows what's going on in retail or knows the future of retail. Okay. A flavor curator. Oh, fun. Not sure what that means. 
in-house color technician enthusiast? Oh, See, you could have stopped a technician, but I'm glad you added enthusiast. I think, you know, at some point there's going to be some titles where you want to keep adding. Yeah. So I think that's, yeah. yeah. Great. Uh, digital haberdasher. Oh, fun. So I like the old timey term sometimes yeah. to bring that in. They're a hoot. Sound design ambassador. Ooh. No idea what that is. But you can add ambassador to almost. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's so one that we be... should keep. keep. And then uh, beard sommelier. Oh, yeah. Wow. So again, we provide the dates, the phone confirmation, the letters of recommendation. We do all this. Yeah. And you can pad your resume. So that's fill the gap. Great idea. Fill Nick. in the gaps. I can't cool. imagine I'll like the next one more, but we'll see. Okay. We will see. Shoes. Okay. That's only half an idea, right? Yeah. Because those have been done. Yeah. The other half, celebrities. Okay. Also been done, but. Right. We already have celebrity shoe endorsements. Uh-huh. We already have famous people and athletes designing shoes. Yeah. In some rare cases, you can buy shoes that have been worn by celebrities, maybe for a charity or something like that. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Okay. But we don't have all three. All as three. As far as I know. So you have designed by uh, a celebrity. Mm -hmm. You have uh, worn by a celebrity. Okay. And you have endorsed by a celebrity. So wow. Shoes that celebrities endorse, design, and wear that you can then purchase. Along with the purchase of your shoes, you get a little card with a picture of celebrity wearing the shoes and a story of what they did while they were in the shoes. <laughs> and maybe there's a sliding scale. So if somebody's just puttering around the house, you know, it's one cost. But if they went to Trader Joe's in yes. those shoes, it costs a little bit more. The only challenge would be, obviously, you're thinking it, I'm thinking it. Uh. The, the different the shoe sizes. Bo boring. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The different shoe sizes. Yes. So, for example, some celebrities, you may not be able to get their shoe because they wear a certain size. Right. So, for example, what size of shoe do you wear, if you don't mind? Seven and a half. Seven and a half. So, you're somewhere between Melissa Joan Hart and Tina Fey. Oh, my God. Yeah. I I don't know if I've ever gotten a kinder compliment. Yeah. Yeah. You're somewhere right there. So we could say you could buy a Tina Fey shoe that she wore when she was doing an American Express commercial. That's and interesting. So, I like yeah. that. Yeah. So this is called, uh, I had a couple of ideas for the name, Walk a Mile, uh, Replete Feet, Ooh. or Shoe Shine, which I really like. I think Shoe Shine really works. I do too. So, but I also like Walk a Mile. Yeah. So yeah. you would, you would uh, hopefully find a celebrity that you like in your shoe size. So I didn't get seven and a half. But uh, yeah, so Melissa Joan Hart is a seven, Tina Fey is an eight. Great. Gwyneth Paltrow is a nine. You may not want Gwyneth Paltrow's shoes, though, because I don't know. She's nah. into some weird things as far as food and stuff goes. Uh, Elle McPherson. So we can go on the large side of the foot scale is Elle a 12. No. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she's tall. She's, I think, a little bit taller than a me. A 12. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Tori Spelling is a six. Oh, so tiny. Yeah, yeah. I guess. I don't know. I don't really know, understand women's shoe sizes. Six is, I mean, tiny. I think it's yeah. tiny. Uh, Gabrielle Union is a 10. Tyra Banks is an 11. So you have this variety. You really have a database there. Of I do the research on these things. Nobody else is doing this as far as I could tell from the two minutes I spent on Google. Right. But celebrity shoe sizes comes up like that for some reason. I don't know why. Right, because other people are considering it, but you, you've already put it out there. Now that you've put it on the radio, it's yours. Yeah, right? yeah. As far as the I know, idea. no one can steal this idea. So you know what I'm just thinking right now. What? 
there's something about Mary sort of shoe fetish it exists. Okay. So that would be another market Definitely. for this as well because yeah. they, they've been worn. As they say in my marketing class, the primary target market mm-hmm. will be shoe fetishist. Yes. Yeah. Well, I was thinking people who would want shoes that are worn by Tina Fey, but yeah, it could be the prime market could be them. Yeah, maybe there are a couple markets. Down? Secondary. Secondary. Got That's it. That's what they would say. Okay, so shoe shine. Shoe shine. Fill in the gaps. Fill in the gaps. You have to decide. These Ooh. two wonderful meals are set before you. Okay. So many decisions to make this morning. I know. It's tough. Um, I'm going to have to go with fill in the gaps because I really enjoy the process of creating the bullets underneath the re- the job description. Oh, so you like that sort of. Yeah, I'm, just I'm great with, at that. Uh, so wore shoes worn by other people. For example, yes, yeah, I would have to rephrase it to be like um, uh, adorned my feet with repurposed, repurp, yeah, 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 yeah. I'd like, I like to it. think of the verb. Oh, I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'll go with fill in the gap. I'll work for the company. Fill in the gap. You'll run the company. Fill in the gap. I'm gonna run it. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Oh, I'm silent partner. Okay. Super silent, and then if any litigation is brought against, it's so silent that I'm not involved at all. That sounds that sounds reasonable. Yeah, yeah. Because it, it was your great idea. It was my great idea. Okay, <laughs> sign me up. All right, CEO. so let's play some music. Okay. Thanks for playing Bad Business Ideas. That's you can uh, see more Bad Business Ideas on my website. Is I that guess. true? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have tons of them. I literally have two Bad Business Ideas. Every, I actually have more than that. Just the ones that make it to the show. So there's bad, bad business ideas. There's the worst bad business ideas. <gasps> and then there's better bad business ideas. So right? there's a rating scale. I was going to do March badness, like a, a bracket God. of bad business ideas. But then I couldn't figure out, like, how do you, like, is it the the worst oh. business idea at the end or the best bad business idea? <laughs> yeah, that'd be a tough rubric it's, to create. It is the rubrics cube of rubrics. Yeah. He's good. And so we're going to play the Zootons here on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida. You're listening to a certain degree. This is someone watching over me. Because I feel like if you're on stage, Some, that's, that's what, literally. That's what we enjoy. So not someone an, watching. Okay. Well, we'll just leave it at that. You're listening to a certain degree. David Bowie on WPRK, Warner Park, Florida, from his last studio album, Black Star. That was I Can't Give Everything Away. The Zuton started us off with someone watching over me from their self-titled album. Good morning. My name is Nick. You're listening to A Certain Degree. I'm here with Chelsea Highland. Chelsea. Good morning. Hello. Hello. Hi. And we're going to talk a little bit about music. So obviously, David Bowie, unfortunately, passed away uh, recently last year, I think. Something like Sounds that. Sounds right. Yeah. I can't even remember. Like, there's so much going on all the time. And it feels yeah, like with it celebrities especially. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about music because I think that I was frankly surprised when you answered this question. So I do a survey <laughs> with everybody who comes in and uh, try to find out a little bit more about them before they come in, even though you and I know each other a little bit. Yeah. I want to be well-versed enough that I, you know, can interview you. And you do a show every summer on yes. WPRK. Uh, with a co-worker and yeah. a friend of yours. and DJ you do, MJ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you do 90s music. Right. It's called Jellies and Jams. Uh-huh. Jellies, Plastic Shoes, Jams, 90s music. 
I would say uh, I really got to give the musical credit to DJ MJ. I'm really there just as to talk like I am here this morning just okay. to talk. Because she curates I, the musical selection. Okay, so that makes a little more sense because when I asked you your favorite music or your favorite artist, right? You said Cat Stevens, Dixie Chicks, Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> yeah. Which does not strike me as very '90s. No. Typical '90s music. And I we're guess here for it's some, not. Like the gonna... more chill, the better is what that list says. Except okay. for Dixie Chicks. If I'm going to get riled up, it's going to be like like that. Okay. In that so we're going to hear way. from some Fleetwood Mac. It was great because sometimes when I ask this, I I think of bands that I haven't listened to in a while. So I went back and listened to some. Great. Some FM. Some yeah. Fleetwood Mac. Great. I guess is not anything that anybody ever calls them. But Put I wanted to list. ask you. So you have, you have improv. You have a sort of scripted performance and you have your work, your day-to-day work. Yeah. How do you interact with music? How do you listen to music when you're doing all that? Not enough, actually. Not enough. I, um... So do you ever need to get psyched up when you're going in for an improv show or you're, you're listening to something beforehand? You can tell I'm kind of a creature. Oh, I don't know if you can tell, but I'm a creature of habit. So like... Why would I know that? I don't know why you would know that. (laughs) Maybe my answer to the movie, uh... The, the notebook, because I guess that's not a habit. That's just expected. Unless you watched it every day. I do watch it a lot, though. Okay. Like, I'm I, I'm not big on watching things I've never seen. I would much rather put in a movie that I've already seen oh, wow. than watch okay. something new. So you are definitely a creature of habit. Same with music. I have a playlist, and I... Have thumb, it's all things I've thumbsed up, and I'm very quick to be thumbs down, move, move along. And so it's, it probably plays the same, I don't know, 15 songs for me mm-hmm. nonstop. They're mostly um, chill, sung by women. Uh, even, yeah, even though my, I'm not even sure my favorites are able to make it on there if they're not. Wow. Like, okay. So this, and you listen to that before you go into a performance? Oh no, that's just the the soundtrack of my life. Okay. Uh, before I go into a performance, I usually am. The green room before a performance is very social. It's probably the one time a day I'm not like messing with my phone or on some gadget. So it's very much just sitting there and talking to people. Is it different for an improv performance versus a scripted performance before you go on? No, I don't think it is. Not no. for me, at least. Still interacting, still doing your thing. Yeah. 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 Very social. Because that'd be the one kind of off in the corner. Jamming. My, yeah. Jamming to your tunes. Jamming to my tunes and then doing the vocal exercises and That's the good too. throat singing. That's good too. That's yeah. all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and we wouldn't mind if you did. I don't think there's any pressure to participate, but you would be, you would see us all just get, chatting away and you'd, you'd come over. You'd want to have fun. Okay, so when you're working, yeah. you're, uh, mm-hmm. and we're going to talk about this in a little bit. You're in the MBA program here at Crummer. That's right. You've obviously been to, uh, did your undergraduate here. Too. Yeah. I don't know if that's obvious, but you did your undergraduate. I did. And so time. when yeah. you're writing, when you're working, when you're doing other things, how are you interacting with music? When you're driving around? You know, I think I've, uh, probably the worst possible answer I could give for a, a music radio show, but I, I'm I, very quiet. I work in the quiet. I almost always drive in the quiet. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. It is interesting now that I think about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it it just goes to, so one of the reasons I ask is because I'm always looking for ways people think about things, ways people do things. So 
it's, I would imagine you're very lost in thought if you don't have a lot of things distracting you. Yeah, I guess. I mean, unless I'm doing my makeup in the car. Right, which we've established. <laughs> that is something I do. do. Yeah. So maybe I'm trying to eliminate, I need to have one less thing so I can get my the other tasks done. Done. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. All right, so when do you listen to music then? Or do you listen to music? God, I mean, I guess I do, but it's pretty much that <laughs> playlist. And it's when, um, it's hard for me to listen to music and do anything else that requires any type of attention. So maybe when I'm doing things that are like repetitive, mindless. Yeah. So not, housework, stuff like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, so let me ask you this. So you are... Uh, let's say working, you're doing a paper for a crummer. Okay. And you come and you're stuck on something. Definitely not listening to music though, because I. What do you do when you get stuck? Hmm. Avoid it. Just walk uh, away. <laughs> why? Yeah, take take a nice break. Change of environments. I think. Oh, if I can't work on it at my desk, then surely once I get home, I'll be able to. The world will open up. Or if I go to Starbucks, TM, the you know, the juices will start flowing. So oh, and I eat and drink. I literally uh, will eat and drink things. I will literally fuel up. I think if oh, I so have a snack. Throw this every, away. Yeah. Go eat something and then that'll help. Yeah. Snacking all day. Snacking all day. That should be a business. SAD. Yeah. yeah. Because it does make you. <laughs> I think probably sad in the long run. Right in the long run. But in the short term, it's like, <laughs> oh, short term. oh, as soon as I have this um, hummus, I will be able to write the paper. <laughs> I will reward myself. Okay. So your secret is snacking. Yeah, I guess it is. Perfect. All right, Chelsea. Thank you for that. We're going to play uh, some Fleetwood Mac, some good old FM. Thanks. Here. I don't want to know. I, I don't. Mm. Wanted. No, that's the name of the song. Right. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. On WPRK, Winter Park, Florida, you're listening to a certain degree. Fleetwood Mac on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida, you're listening to a certain degree. That was I Don't Want to Know from their Rumors album, which uh, actually turned 40 this year, 40 mm. years ago. Rumors. Now... Wow. Rumors and conspiracy theories. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how it works. Nothing Good morning. changes. Good morning. My name is Nick. I'm here with Chelsea Highland. You're listening to Certain Degrees. I may have mentioned already. Thanks, Chelsea, for being here. It's my pleasure. So this is what I want you to do. I want you to take the CD I made for you. I want you to blast it on your way home today. Okay, In I will. Car. Yep. I will. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see I how that I goes. I think I need more of that. I think, let's see how that goes. Yeah. Okay. And we're going to play a quick game here, a pop culture current event quiz. Fun. So how up are you? You read newspapers. You're literally reading a newspaper right now. Right. And so you're going to be, you're going to ace this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So If I'm it's feeling, been on my Facebook news feed, then I know about it. I'm feeling really good about this. Okay. So let's start with football. Oh, yeah. The Oakland Raiders are on the move. The NFL football team, which started in Oakland played there until 1981, then they moved to Los Angeles until 1994, then mm -hmm. back to Oakland. They'll be moving probably in 2020. Mm -hmm. Where are they moving? Is it A, Las Vegas, B, London, or C, Des Moines? A, Las Vegas. That is correct. 
Yeah, they're moving to... Do you have a noise? I don't uh, have a noise, but the one you make is fine. I can make my own? Great. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, that's always true. Okay. You can make your own noises. Great. Uh, The International Potato Center, that's a real place, is working on a super potato (laughs) that can be grown where? Is it A? There's a lot of geography, so I hope you appreciate this, because I know you're good at geography. Well-traveled, yes. So, a super potato that can be grown A, in Antarctica, B, on Mars, or C, in Des Moines. B, Mars. That is correct. Oh, ding, 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 ding. Okay, there we go. Uh, It's a super potato. It resists high carbon dioxide conditions and temperatures that get to freezing. Now, is that good? Because if it's a super potato, it might gain sentience at some point. Take it might over. Become... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we should be careful with that. Yeah. Okay. You're two for two. This is really good. Yes. Crayola made big news, retiring a very popular crayon color. What was it? Was it A, green, B, dandelion, or C, teal, but not regular teal, like a metallic one that looks more bluish? Oh, God, I thought it was macaroni and cheese. So I'm going to have to go with B, dandelion. Macaroni and cheese? Didn't they retire macaroni and cheese? I don't know that that was a color, but it was B, dandelion, yes. Ding, 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 ding. Very nice. And so, yeah, so they retired it. Uh, They haven't, I don't think they've announced what color is coming out uh, to replace it yet. I did see on my Facebook news feed some hilarious politically fueled suggestions oh boy all right well we'll not talk about that fair enough uh spacex which is elon musk's space company right uh not the car company which is tesla different did something for the first time last friday from cape canaveral what was it uh a they launched a new spy satellite that keeps tracks of of all of our super potatoes (laughs) b they made contact with our new alien overlords Mm mm-hmm Or C, they reused a booster rocket from an earlier launch and then landed it again. Yeah, C. Yeah, yeah. Ding, 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 ding. I just, I could watch that video all day of the the cameras. They have cameras on the launch pad. They have cameras on the uh, booster rocket itself. You would watch that all day? Yeah, like the the thing landing is so cool. So basically it goes into space. The little satellite comes out and then it comes back down uh, vertically and just lands. Right where it belongs. It makes that sound, yeah. That's relatively quiet for what it's up to. Now, I mean, there's a rocket engine going, too. I didn't want to do that sound effect because I feel like all the sound effects. But you can make your own sound. Okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. Yeah, yeah. Next week. Okay, perfect. I'll record you doing it and we'll just use it whenever (laughs) I'll have it on one of those button machines. And so, uh, yeah, so that's it. So you did great. I really did. So you're obviously a good student. Yes. Yeah. And one of the things, so you did your undergraduate, I'm going to, this is an awkward segue, but we're going to do it no, anyway. No, please, student to... Student to master, I yes. think is where I was going. So wow. you've become a Jedi, finally. Oh, in December is when I'll be a master. And I was going to ask you about that. So you did your undergrad, uh, undergraduate in theater performance. Yeah. And here at Rollins. Right. And now you're working on your MBA. Here at Rollins. Here at I Rollins. I can't get enough, Nick. I understand that. Because I did my MBA here at Rollins. You know. So why an MBA? Because I I think for a lot of theater people, obviously they might do an MFA. They might do something that is more along lines. Are you like arts administration? That's That's my thing. That's what I want to do. That is exactly right. That's the arts administration. I've been bit by the bug. I like 
moving the pieces and getting the people in the seats and deciding what we're going to do and who's going to do it. I love all that stuff. I like how you made a song out of it. Yeah. It's so, catchy, right? It's very catchy. So I think if you could somehow TM that. Yeah. That would be good. So, okay. So you're going to uh, finish your MBA. Mm-hmm. And then ultimately, what do you want to do? Like run sort of a United Arts kind of thing? Or is it working within one of the theater companies? Oh, gosh. I make something up every time we go around the classroom and answer that question. Nice. Because you can imagine. It's an ambitious it's an ambitious crowd. Well, what I like about it, <laughs> what I like about what you're doing, though, is you're probably one of the few theater people in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I think that, um, you know, not to sound too, oh, we have to make theater more businessy. I think you're probably bringing a perspective to it that nobody else is bringing in there. Right. So they're talking profit. They're talking, um, you know, uh, sustainability and they're talking some other things and you're applying it actually. To like, Let's make art. The Let's art. Make, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I. I mean, the big challenge, though. I don't know what it'll look like. The big challenge for theater, especially in Central Florida, like we talked about earlier, is getting people in the seats. Yeah. That's that's the tough thing. That's showing the value. Yeah. So it's really, it's it's somewhere in the combination of the marketing side and then sort of a overall education effort, right? Yeah. Like people have, I, I don't want to leave my nest. I, I'm much more comfortable at home. Or if I leave, you know, it costs me a lot. So you, the babysitter and the uh, the cost of going out and... You know, it never seems like, I, I think there was somebody I was working with when we worked on the Red Chair Project, the Central Florida Performing Arts Alliance and United Arts that was conveying the analogy of uh, airline seats. Yeah. Like as you get closer to a flight, the seats get more expensive. As you get more, as you get closer to a performance, the seats get cheaper. Yeah. So what's yeah. the incentive for people buying it? Where do they see the value in it? Those sorts of things. Right. There's... Uh, back to us millennials. Remember we talked about that a couple hours ago. Uh, we love stuff we can just consume right, consume right now. So it's hard, um, to think ahead, like a subscription or something like that. Yeah. Or even like, I'm going to spend three hours at a building as opposed to like go home, watch Netflix when I want, stop it, go do something else, come back, finish, you know, just the, the rhythms of how we consume entertainment or even the the withums with with withums with which we consume education you know if you want to think of theater in that way yep uh there's not i we have to get more flexible so what's your big plan for fixing this getting more how we're going to be i guess we're gonna have to do our plays in 20 minute spurts um during which you could take a break have some hummus live stream it come back uh yeah we'd have to live stream it okay so hummus breaks i like that yeah. I don't know. I'll let you know in December when I'm a master. <laughs> then I'll have all the ideas. All right. Mm-hmm. That's very good. Well, so the other thing I wanted to ask you about was doing the MBA. Was there anything you were sort of like, oh, I kind of already knew that, but it's nice to have that sort of um, uh, reassurance that I'm doing the right thing or that I'm going in the right direction? <laughs> the whole thing, Nick. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, you already knew the. I already knew all of that. No, no it but is that's funny what, the way they, um, they, them uh it's putting a name on sort of things that you understand in your gut like i'd mentioned operations class it's amazing operations class is about uh the, the moral of the story is try to find out what what's broke go ahead and fix it everything will be better because of that one thing that was broke isn't broke no more and you sort of it, you could probably guess that that's true about how things operate work. yeah 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 um 
or uh, marketing. I remember um, we had to turn in a like a promotions plan and my project was on the Annie Russell. So I was feeling real confident and I did pretty poorly on it. Actually, I thought, oh, no, this is what I do all day. This is, in fact, my promotions plan. And it was because I didn't put my goals next to. Oh, so this item is to build awareness and this item is to sell tickets. Oh, gotcha. And I was like, okay. but isn't it all? Isn't it, though? Isn't it, though? And so there, you know, but. but no, it was, yeah. it was a beneficial learning experience. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So let's play a song and then yeah, we're going to come back and I think wrap it up. We've got Ben with Music of the World coming up at nine. And so we'll turn it over to him and we'll go over some of the things that are coming up at the Anna Russell. Yeah, let's. After this. So we're going to play Garage Atois with Plena for my Grundle. Don't know what that means, but it's a fun song on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida. <laughs> You're listening to a certain degree. Because that's what we call things these days. Mm-hmm. My name is Nick. Good morning, Chelsea Highland. Good morning. For the last time, Chelsea Highland. That's flown by. Oh, no. I mean, just for the radio. Yeah. Not for the last time. My life. Yeah. Right. No, I knew what you meant. Okay, good, good, good. Uh, that's great because it did sound weird when I said it out loud. <sighs> Thank you so much for being here. My pleasure. So if you missed any of the show and you want to listen to it, uh, you can do that on to a certain degree.com. I'll have that up a little later this week. You can, I'm going to share the link with my mom. Oh, great. Cause your mom's not up this early. No, she's retired. Oh, okay. <laughs> that makes sense. All right. So Chelsea, we only got a couple of minutes turning it over to Ben with music of the world. What do we got going on? Annie Russell coming up. I I'll think, tell you. Oh my gosh. This is the funniest name of a musical. You ready? Yeah. You're in town. Yep. And you might be thinking I'm saying you are in town. No. No, you're no. Not. You're in. Like there's a plunger on the art. Mm-hmm. Our poster art. And this is a musical. It is. It's a musical. It was written in uh, early 2000s in 2003 it won a bunch of Tonys. It is set in a futuristic a futuristic dystopian society where water is um, scarce, 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 it's, it's scarce, scarce, and people can't own their own bathroom facilities. So, um, cause there's just not enough water for everyone to have a bathroom. So a mega corporation owns all the bathrooms and they start raising the prices and raising the prices of using them and the people stage a revolution. So, uh, it's a lot of fun. It's a satire. It pokes fun at corporate greed and bureaucracy and the Broadway musical has a bunch of winks at Les Mis, as you can imagine. Oh, yeah. Um, cats. Yep. So as just sort of some fun connections made throughout. Uh, but it's it's fun. Our design, um, I think, is pro- probably, I don't know how where to, where to compare it, almost Hunger Games-ish. If there's an eerie darkness to our design, even though it is a comedy. I think it's actually the same plot as Hunger Games. I never saw Hunger Games, but I would imagine... It's the same thing. Yeah. Like they're hungry. They have to go. They have to, you know, they have to pay to eat. And yeah. And they can't. They keep raising the prices. Yeah. And You've then, got so it. So this feels like the sequel to that because then they have to go to the bathroom. Of course. Afterwards. Yeah. One thing leads to another. Yeah. Just like that song. <laughs> Rumors. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you also have 1718. Season. That's right. Up. We'll be announcing our seventeen eighteen season on opening night of You're in Town. So come to come to the play, come to the opening night reception, hear the announcement first. 
Yeah. Be the first to know. Everyone gonna, likes to be the first to know. Are you going to tie in sort of the theme of Urinetown? Like, are you going to charge people to go to the bathroom at the show? Yes. Okay, great. Probably not, though, right? No, I, I would never lie on the radio, Nick. Oh, that's a good point. And so one last thing, you are at SAC most weekends. Yeah, well, I perform yeah. and teach at SAC Comedy Lab. Uh, so come check that out. All right. And that's it. So yeah, again, that's all there is to do. That's that's one hundred percent of all the things. Is there anything else you want to plug before we go? Oof. I don't think so. Chelsea, it's been a pleasure. I'll do this again next week with uh, a very special guests, some more improv performers. Yeah, my good friends. Uh, Amanda and Emily will be here. You're gonna week. have a great time. Probably fun. more fun than this. Even. Oh please, that's twice not the true fun at, all. at least because there's two an extra human in here. Uh, or twice the headaches. Yeah. Yeah, they're yeah. a real pain. Yeah. Okay, You're let's listen to some Gorillas with Slow Country. Sounds great. On WPRK, Winter Park, Florida. Thanks, Chelsea. Thank you. All right.